Yes. Today's episode is sponsored by Nerd Wallet Smart Money Podcast. Get your head in the financial game with smart investing and budgeting tips straight from the nerds. Nerd Wallet's experts will set future you up for success with dependable, fact-based insights. No financial misinformation allowed. Learn how to save on your summer vacation, find your next credit card, or loan for a big purchase, and invest in your next index fund. Make smarter decisions in 2024. Follow Nerd Wallet's Smart Money Podcast on your favorite podcast app. Tune in is the audio platform with something for everyone. News. In order to secure convictions in a court of law, it is essential that we conclusively. Sports. That clock at four. Donchich. The step back three. You bet. Music. You set my world on fire. Yes, and even podcasts. Whatever you love, hear it right here on TuneIn. Go to TuneIn.com or download the TuneIn app to start listening. This is Computer Talk with Tab, hosted by Eric Semmel of Tab Computer Systems. Interact with Eric and his guest by phone at 522-WTIC. Email them in the studio at gethelpattabinc.com or get help anytime at computertalkwithtab.com. Now, here's Eric. And good morning. This is Computer Talk with Tab. I'm Eric. And I'm John Ryan. That's John Ryan. He's our digital camera guru. And we've <laughs> the last time we had him in here was a while back, huh, John? Yeah. Oh, yeah. Busy, busy time. Yeah. So John is, comes in and helps us out with your digital camera questions. We've had a digital camera show, per se, running on this uh, program for probably a decade. Oh, um, easy, yeah. So uh, we, you know, when digital cameras first came out and you know, what we were all going to do with them, and we all, we all have eventually thought our phones would do most of our pictures, and that does seem to be the, the case, but there are some digital camera folks out there that are still using digital cameras the old-fashioned way, which is kind of funny to say. <laughs> um, and John will help us with uh, you know getting your your the best results because he's a professional photographer during the day, right, John? Absolutely. Sometimes at night. <laughs> so, well, John. So it's been a while since we've seen you. Um, now, actually, I'll, I'll let people know. Feel free to get online. 860-522-9842 is the number. And we'll talk digital camera questions and, of course, tech questions. Um, so feel free to get online. It's usually earlier, the better. Um, around 10 o'clock, you guys all wake up. And uh, so feel free to get online. 860-522-9842. So what you've been doing? What you, what's going on in technology when it comes uh, to digital cameras? Oh, technology. Big, big, big thing. Um, the traditional... Uh, digital camera that everybody's used to with a mirror that flips up and all like that. Yeah, it's dying. Gone. It's going to mirrorless. Okay. Yeah. Um, I was I was actually looking online, you know, for how many actual real DSLRs are, and there's probably well, actually there's there's uh 16 different bodies you can buy spread over three manufacturers. That's it. That's it. Mm. Uh, and surprisingly, Pentax is one of them. All right. But. Uh, Nikon and Canon are still making digital DSLRs, but yeah. they're easing away to mirrorless. Okay. Um, what does that mean for those of us who don't have a clue as to what that means? Uh, well, <laughs> Better pictures? Quicker pictures? Faster? Um, yeah, all of that. All of that. Oh, okay. um, it's, the, the, it's, it's amazing. I mean, with the mirrorless, you can get upwards of 50 frames a second. Wow. Yeah, well, that goes back to the fact that digital cameras are just repurposed video cameras. Mm. So they re they repurposed them to video cameras. Then they said, hey, look, we've got this digital camera. Let's shoot video on it, too. It does work, yeah. Yeah, and it's also going to affect um, video because the video quality will be is going to be better. Yeah. Um, 
interestingly enough, there's a whole bunch of lenses that are coming out for the mirrorless cameras. Mm-hmm. And the focusing distance from the lens is different in, in a mirrorless than in a DSLR. Okay. So now you have to buy this adapter that goes into your camera, that goes into your DSLR that you can put the mirrorless lens in. Uh, okay. So that's that alone, it's only like a $200 part, but I think yeah. that alone, in my opinion, is going to kill the DSLR market. Gotcha. Because, I mean, fortunately for Nikon, they... Um, the lenses they started making in 1959, mm-hmm. the year I was made, mm-hmm. will still work yeah. on the DSLR bodies. It's manual focus, yeah. but you do get some some uh, automatic features, so right. auto exposure, things well, like that. Well, you look cooler when you're auto fo- when you're yeah, manually focusing. Yeah, absolutely, absolutely. <laughs> and, um, you know, I, I think you're going to see that these things are going to go away. I mean, they do, each one does maintain a pro body mm-hmm. for um, the DSLRs, but the prices are going up again. Yeah. If they were going down to a reasonable level, now they're starting to go up. Nikon's top of the line DSLR is $6,500 just for the body. Wow. Yeah. I mean, there are Canon bodies that are like, you know, on eBay for like three four $400. I have never yet had a client go, so what camera did you shoot that on? And, right. and what size file are you giving me? It's just like, here's the files. Go ahead and use them. Right. And right. they go, oh, thanks. Here's a check. Exactly. Go ahead and use that. So, so, yeah, so as a professional photographer, I mean, I was at a wedding recently. Yeah. All of, my, all of our kids and friends are all of that age now. Oh, yeah. Lots of weddings. And you see these these photographers running around. They're using these gimbals all the time. They're, yeah. They're not really using cameras up to their face anymore. They're using the gimbals, it seems, to do... Oh, these yeah. things. How do you find that to be um, work? I've been uh, going back and forth on buying a gimbal. Gimbals are cool, yeah. but gimbals are kind of getting to the point where they're just like, okay, they were cool. Now it's like you they expect you to have it. That's and what's going to happen? And a lot of guys I know put gimbals on a monopod and you just kind of walk around. Yes. And that maintains everything. They, they can shoot quick because the camera's going to go over and do it. But right. what they're also doing is they're you know they're they're shooting stills, but they're doing video seg- video clips too. While they're shooting the yeah. video, so it's a combination. You're clicking the stills while right. you're doing the video. Yeah, yeah. And I mean the gimbal, you know, you can take and rotate it and spin yeah. it around, give you all these really cool effects right. that uh, you know ne- nobody ever had before mm-hmm. that you'd only see in a mo- major motion picture. Right. And they're not bad. I mean I, the gimbal I'm looking at is like four fifty. It's made for, made by DJI. Okay. Yep. Um it it is designed for a regular DSLR. But there's a lot of them. I have a gimbal actually I have a gimbal that my iPhone goes on. Mm-hmm. I got it from a client because she didn't know how to use it. Yep. So she figured I would figure it out. Yeah. And I had to go down and down, download the manual online. And Nothing figure, wrong with oh, reading wow. the manual, RTFM. Yeah. Read yeah, the yeah. flipping manual. That's right. So yep. I know how to use it. I haven't put I haven't put my iPhone on it to do anything more than chase my cats around the house <laughs> taking pictures just to see how it works. Right. You know, it's 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 getting to the point where stuff like that it becomes toys. They're not so much tools anymore. They're toys. They're toys to the point, though, that you can have. I mean, especially in this online environment where everyone's, you know, twitching or YouTubing oh, yeah, or yeah, what yeah. have you. You can have a professional content. And, uh, like, even in the studio here, we've got this the setup that I've got going with these two little cameras. Mm-hmm. Um 
it's a it, I got to keep pushing buttons to get different angles, but there, sure. there are cameras that'll actually like an owl that'll actually look at everybody who's talking and do all the work for me. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, um you see them a lot uh, in meetings and stuff. They'll yeah. mount them on the wall, and then you got somebody with a little control board mm-hmm. flipping back and forth between them. It's, it's amazing right. stuff. And yeah. then you've got uh, what is it? Um, the uh, oh, it's a little 360 camera that you mount onto a selfie stick that comes with it. Yep. And the camera recognizes the selfie stick and blots it out. Yeah, yeah. That's crazy. So, you know, you're, you're walking along. You've got your arm like this, and then there's nothing between your arm and the rest of the picture. Right. It does like, all that. That looks kind of weird. Yeah. Um, there's actually a little uh, drone out now. Yeah. That By DJI follow- again? Yeah. Well, uh, no, it's a different company. Um, it was a Kickstarter, and it finally came along. I can't remember the name. Okay. But it's tiny. You know, it fits in your pocket. You pull yeah. it out. You open it up. Uh, you turn it on, and what it does is just follows you around. So it's taking pictures at intervals while right. you're doing stuff, which kind of makes me wonder. It's like it's taking intervals. Well, a lot of times things happen, and you really don't want a picture of it. That's true. So, But it's kind of cool. I mean, The Truman like Show, your, your own Truman Show. Yeah, yeah, absolutely, absolutely. Um, the military is helping out on this, on the drone um, expansion, I mean, all of the commercial drones are getting bought and sent to uh, Ukraine, mm-hmm. and they're modifying them. And you, DJI is going, well, we didn't think about that. Let's do this. And they actually put the, that feature into their new series of drones. That's kind of scary. Military, uh, yeah. t- Chinese DJI. Mm. Well, you know, it, it's amazing. I mean, uh, I I have two drones. Yeah. Um, They both have paid for themselves. Yeah. And drone footage now is starting to be like people expect it. Yeah, it's just part of what you yeah. expect your shoot to be. Right, right. So, you know, I use them. Um, they work kind of nice. I, I really like them. Uh, I have an old iPhone 5 that I use as a controller because yeah. it's really good for that. Sure it is. Not good for anything else, but it's really good for that. Right. So do you use a DJI again with the, those drones? Do you use the, yes. little, the little Maverick? Is yeah. it little Mavericks? Uh, I have the uh, the Mavic 3 with yeah. the Hasselblad lens on it, and nice. I have the little mini Mavic. Um, yeah. That was my trainer drone. Yeah. And it still works really good yeah. because, again, I've never had a client go, so what what size file is that? No. I mean, you know, what, what are the pixels? They go, oh wow, look, that's exactly what we wanted. Right there, you go. They really want your eye. Yeah, they don't, I mean, the technology is there. It's just, you know, anybody can do this stuff. I mean, right. uh, me included. But they really want your eye. They really want your your artistic approaches to yeah. when you get the data out. Just it's with anything, right? Like even data analytics, right? You can have the data, yeah. but you need to have the art form to understand the data. Right. Same thing with with uh, with what you do as a as an artist. I mean. Well, I can I can take pictures, but we take we took a couple of pictures of our place down in Florida and sent them to Carmen to mm-hmm. to punch him up, and we didn't even know what he would do, right? Because Carmen always says, "Hey, if you guys have a picture or two you like, send it to me, and I'll I'll, yeah. I'll punch it up." And Carmen did our digital camera segment way back when, Carmen Filaramo, and uh, he sent these two pictures back that my wife took. They didn't even look like the original pictures. I mean, they're amazing. He even put the sky in. He changed the sky. He changed the clouds. He added different textures to it, and it, it was a whole different picture. Oh, yeah. Even though, I mean, with his eye, it looked beautiful. With our eye, it was just kind of a silly picture, right? Yeah. Well, so. um, I was in Dublin the end of May into the beginning of June, yeah. and I can't tell you how many people I saw walking around with their, their camera and then a drone, or they're standing there taking drone pictures, and it's like, wow, I guess it's important to have a drone shot of something. Yeah. Saw it a lot at uh, Trinity University. Yeah. 
But uh, you know, it is neat to have that overhead shot. You oh know, yeah, You get yeah, your yeah. own, you know, your own cinematic approaches. So as far as so digital SLRs, you're looking at now, you know, no more, no more mirror. No, yeah. Any other big news in the digital camera range? Oh, uh, well, yeah. Actually, one thing is uh, Canon and Nikon. Now, this is in in um, the DSLRs, the regular stuff. They licensed their lens mount out to a bunch of other manufacturers because they said, sure, make make as many lenses as you want to. Yeah. We're going to sell our stuff, but people will buy your stuff, and we're licensing it, so we're still going to make money off of every lens you sell. Mm. Well, now they've licensed their lens mount out to Sigma, so Sigma can start producing lenses, and Sigma is more of a, I want to say a boutique kind of lens manufacturer. Yeah. They make all kinds of really cool stuff. They have this line of lenses called the art, artisan lenses, okay. fabulous lenses, and a fabulous price to go with it, but they're mm-hmm. still amazing. Well, now those lenses are going to start to become available to use on Nikon and camera and Canon. So they're more affordable too, the artisan? Um, a no? little bit, a little bit more affordable. Okay. Um, more, um, more along the cool line. Oh, look, you got these, you got the artisan lens on your camera. You must be really good. Oh, gotcha. You know, it's like the old saying is like, wow, your camera's really good. It must take great pictures. And it's like, <laughs> sure, I set it down and I come back and I've got this whole card full of wonderful done. stuff, you know? <laughs> but they're gonna, it's going to be nice. I mean, and that is, that is kind of amazing because these companies have fought. Yep. To maintain their lens mount. Granted, I mean, you've got Sigma, Tamron, Tokina, mm-hmm. um, a couple other companies that make um, the bargain basement lenses that are, you know, they're still pretty good because even the cheapest lens you buy now mm-hmm. is computer designed. Right. So, I mean, you can do anything with a cheap camera and get good results. You can do something with a really expensive camera and a lens and go, why did you even bother to push the button? That would be me. Well, <laughs> you know, and it's I, I get files like that, too, from people. Can you fix yeah. this? Can you do that? And you're like, no. Uh, actually, <laughs> surprisingly, you know, um, I can usually. And, you know, like the Sky, yeah. um, I have a plug-in for Lightroom yep. where it'll drop new skies in. It's it, crazy. It, it automatically recognizes the sky. You got to go tweak the edges in places, but it recognizes the sky. So you sit there and it just kind of new skies pop in and out. Amazing. Yeah. Um, right. We'll be talking about putting in your own artificial sky. So we're going to be here till 11 o'clock, guys. I know it's a holiday weekend, but you know, John and I got in here. Feel free to give us a ring, 860 522 9842. We'll take your digital camera questions, comments, and concerns, and of course, your technology questions, comments, and concerns. We are also on Facebook, but our, our live links person, Dennis, is off today. So uh, we won't have our live links posted until a little later. But John, uh, Mike G will post everything to Facebook uh, for you. If you- Today's episode is sponsored by Nerd Wallet Smart Money Podcast. Get your head in the financial game with smart investing and budgeting tips straight from the nerds. Nerd Wallet's experts will set future you up for success with dependable, fact based insights. No financial misinformation allowed. Learn how to save on your summer vacation, find your next credit card, or loan for a big purchase, and invest in your next index fund. Make smarter decisions in 2024. Follow Nerd Wallet's Smart Money Podcast on your favorite podcast app. TuneIn is the audio platform with something for everyone. News. In order to secure convictions in a court of law, it is essential that we conclusively. Sports. The clock at four. Donchich. The step back three. You bet. Music. You set my world on fire. 
and even podcasts. Whatever you love, hear it right here on TuneIn. Go to TuneIn.com or download the TuneIn app to start listening. It's better over here. After investing billions to light up our network, T-Mobile is America's largest 5G network. Plus, right now, you can switch, keep your phone, and we'll pay it off up to $800. See how you can save on every plan versus Verizon and AT&T at T-Mobile.com slash across America. Up to four lines via virtual prepaid card. Allowed 15 days. Qualifying unlocked device. Credit service ported 90 plus days with device and eligible carrier and timely redemption required. Card has no cash access and expires in six months. Follow us over at Tap Computer Systems, and we'll be right back. Something tall and strong, make it a hurricane before I go insane. It's only half past twelve, but I don't care. And we are back. It's five o'clock something. And this is Computer Talk with Tab. I'm Eric. And I'm John. And that's John Ryan. He's uh, our digital camera guru expert who comes in from time to time to talk about digital cameras and what's going on in the digital photography realm. I mean, when we started, I mean, we've been on WTIC for nearly 30 years of the 100 that it's about to be. And uh, so we, we started in 1995-ish, wow. or even a little earlier. And here we are, when, when digital cameras were just starting out, we were all excited about getting away from film, right? We're like, oh, I, my wife would always have to go and get duplicates. It would drive me nuts. So you'd have duplicates, you'd have four pictures that were any good. Most of them had our finger in there, or unfocused, what have you, but she had to buy duplicates. Um, so we have all this film everywhere, and then did, the promise of digital cameras was, hey, you could keep taking shots until you found a good one. And they came out, and they were expensive, and they were, you know, there was a whole company out there that would repair them like crazy, and oh, they, yeah. they exploded into a huge company. And now, by now, they're shrunken down back down to where they started because there's nothing to repair anymore. Mm-hmm. Um, so here we are with our, our iPhones and our, um, our Androids, and we're taking our digital pictures. But you're telling me, John, off the air, that film is coming back. Oh, yeah, film is coming back huge. I mean, um, that's interesting. Th- th- there, there are a there's like there's 14 different manufacturers now for film. Really? There used to be uh, Kodak, Ilford, Agfa, and Fuji. Yep. Now you've got kind of, and we'll go back to the boutique concept again. You've got boutique film manufacturers. Yeah. Like there's a company called Lomography, and they originally started out making these bizarre little cameras. I'm sure everybody saw them. They looked like toys. You had these little sport camera. You push the button and it would take four pictures real quick like that, you know. And, I believe you. And you'd advance <laughs> and take them again. Yeah. And then they came out with like uh, panoramic cameras where you'd have a, like a, a, a six-inch wide strip of film, 35-millimeter film yeah. that was a panoramic. And it was cool. Yeah. It had an edge to it. You knew that it was not quite right, but it still looked cool. Mm-hmm. Uh, well, now they sell film. Amazing. Uh, and they one of their films is called the Lomo Purple. Okay. And the images are purple. No matter what you do, they're purple. The, so it's, the, the, it's just to be cool. I mean, uh, to pretty much say this is a this is an analog picture rather right. than a digital. picture. Absolutely, absolutely. I mean, yeah, you could scan the film and play with the purple, but you'd never right. get it. To look really normal. So people are okay. And that purple, if you think about the purple hue, that's like every 1970s picture I ever had. Every picture that I've ever seen of my, my childhood, like the six that are there, right, yeah. had that purple hue to them. Well, not not only that. I mean, uh, if you have negatives from even 15, 20 years ago yeah. and you try to get them printed, the natural 
degradation of the film, you're going to get a purple, purple image. Yep. So that's why they're going purple, maybe. I right, don't know. right, right. So we're going to be here till 11 o'clock. So, Norm, hang on. I did want to get you on before the uh, news here. We have a, a short period of time. So, Norm, hang on. Three lines open for you 860 522 9842. And we got John Ryan in the studio. If you want to talk about digital cameras or what you've been doing with the digital camera world for the past 30 years, we've been kind of dealing with digital cameras. They yeah. were new when we first started this show. Happy to have you guys on and talk about that. And any of your computer technology questions, I'll do my best to help you out with that. Dennis is on vacation. Lucky for Dennis. And uh, don't forget, too, next Saturday, if you want to recycle your e-waste responsibly, come on down to Tab Computer Systems in the historic district of East Hartford. We're down there, and we'll collect your e-waste with Environmental Office Solutions, and we're going to be broadcasting live from Tab Computer Systems World Headquarters. We'll be right back. This is Computer Talk with Tab. I'm Eric. And that's John. I'm John. Sorry. <laughs> Missed my cue. Oh, that's okay. We're going to be here until 11 o'clock. Feel free to get online. 860-522-9842 is the number, and we'll do our best to help you out with your computer problems, comments, questions, and concerns. And Mike G is posting everything into our Facebook page today because Dennis is on vacation, and I really would be like a one-armed paper hanger here if I tried to do everything. <laughs> um, so I can't post live. We'll just do it later in the week and get that over to you. So we're going to quickly get to your calls because Norm is on the phone uh, first here and uh, see what Norm's got cooking before we go back to digital camera. What's going on, Norm? Oh, I got a, uh, a iPhone ES yeah. and a Mac, a Mac uh, OS Catalina. And they used to talk to each other, but one of them got mad, I guess, because I can't get anything on the, on the phone anymore. What do you it mean? Says, uh, well, it says check for new mail. And since uh, July of 2023rd of this year, it hasn't gotten any new mail. That's not good. <laughs> no. It... <laughs> so the iPhone ES doesn't even ring a bell to me. How old is that phone? Uh, it, it's the second uh, version. It's, I don't know, three, four years, if that. Oh, when you said second version, I thought you meant the second version of wow. the iPhone. <laughs> So I'm looking here to see if I can find it. Uh, do you mean SE? iPhone SE? Oh, SE. Special edition. I'm sorry. There we go. Um, and so iPhone SE is uh, not interfacing yeah. with Catalina. Now, you should. it, it shouldn't really it, matter. You know, you're, you're, it used to. Well, your, your email is not necessarily going to – you're not going to get that from your Mac. You're getting it from your email provider. Yeah. So your Mac could be turned off. And you still get email, right? But you're not getting any email. So it sounds like you have a change. Most likely you have a change in how your email provider is delivering you delivering the email to your device. So you, uh -huh. may, you may have to make some changes to the SSL configurations on the mail settings of your iPhone uh, SE. So what do you use to get mail? Is it just a, a mail app built in? Uh, Google. Gmail. Gmail. Okay. So, yeah, but... but what is it? Uh, oh, uh, I, I don't know. It's better to G, it's the better part of Gmail. Um, the better part, the G Suite. Yeah, that, the the new. <laughs> I don't know. That's okay. So when you're on the SE, do you bring up the G, uh, the the actual Gmail app? Are you bringing okay. Are you bringing up the Gmail app to get your email? Or are you bringing your email in a different app on your phone? Do you know? 
Um, no idea. It just started working fine, and then all of a sudden, after a year or so, it just decided it's not going to work anymore. No, I understand that. But like when you when you say it's not working, there's usually an app you bring up. It's an application on the phone you use to get your email. Do you okay. know Do you know what that is? No, I, I'm uh, afflicted with BBC. Born before computers. <laughs> That's good. I like that. That is good. Um, well, it's going to be hard to help you because so you, you most iPhones or most devices of any kind use software applications to do things. So you could be getting your Gmail from the actual Google um, Gmail app, which you would have downloaded yeah. from the iPhone store, or you are using some sort of built-in mail app that came with the phone. Um, what I'm suggesting is you have to go into the configuration of whichever app you're using, which makes it harder since you don't know, to set those um, email settings up to see why it stopped working. Um, okay. My suggestion is if you don't know that step, you're going to maybe want to go to the Apple Store and have them maybe yeah, help, hold your hand a little bit to show them what you're tapping to get your mail. Because without knowing that, I can't help you very much. Okay. Well, we tried. Uh, I, I do. I have John's an, got an idea. I have an iPhone 5SE, mm-hmm. probably the similar one to you have. Um, and okay. about in July, yeah. Apple said, yeah, we no longer support the SEs because they upgraded uh, their, their uh, to accept uh, 5G. Well, oh. the SE won't do 5G. So who cares? Yeah, really? I know, I know. Yeah, that, that basically <laughs> said. Well, that's why I said I use it for my drone because it's not worth anything else. Gotcha. But they they All did right. a big update. They changed a bunch of stuff. Mm. You know, fortunately for me, I didn't use the SE for that. But, right. Um, I know they changed a lot of stuff in the way they do things. That is the way Apple works. I mean, they yeah. do deprecate things quickly, but I, I can't say that's the case. That in this yeah. case, it may maybe to what John is saying. It yeah, it could have bumped the setting. I think I think its setting might have changed on the security settings for the Gmail um, that you're getting, and you need to make those adjustments, Norm. I would tell you to bring it to the fruit stand, otherwise, yeah. no, otherwise known as the Apple Store. Okay. All right, in the mall. You got nothing better to do but go to the mall, do you, Norm? Yeah, I'm 78. What the hell else do I got to do? There you go. <laughs> There you go. Because yeah, without and trying to straighten out the good the computer. Yeah, yeah, have them straighten it out. Um, we can look, we can have Mike G do some looking. He's an Apple guy to see if there's any kind of SE issues with Gmail and post a link over on our Facebook page today if there's any help there. Oh. But I'm not an Apple user, and I, without even knowing the app, I'm not even sure where to send you. Yeah. All, All right. right. Well, thanks for giving it a shot. Yeah, sorry I couldn't do much more for you there, Norm. All right. All right, talk to you soon. All right, bye-bye. Bye. I hate that. An Apple call. <laughs> I almost want to say Newman, but I'll say it in Apple. Yeah, um, that's why I have mine thing. in my pocket with the ringer turned off. <laughs> right. So nobody knows I have it. Exactly. So, so John, uh, off air, of course, John and I are continuing our digital camera talk, and uh, there, we were talking about Polaroid off air. Yeah. And again, this is back to the concept that film is coming back. And you know, again, my my uh, middle son and his girlfriend were down, and they had their uh, Polaroid cameras. Little, it looked like a little toy, yep, little micro thing, real small. And she's printing out Polaroid pictures. You're saying this is a big thing now? Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, there, there's a. You can buy well multiple different types now of cameras that will do like panoramic Polaroid, uh, regular the little they're like a, an inch by three inch. 
prints. Yeah. They're cool little things to carry around. I have one that when I'm out of job, I'll take a Polaroid and I'll pop a picture with that. Right. And you just hand it to somebody, and it's like they're they're amazed. They, they're watching it develop, and it's like that's my childhood right there. Exactly. That's what I did. Yeah. Stood there and hold a picture. Gen X. But yeah, they've got something you know something uh, tangible. But the cool thing is, um, this company Lomo that that sells that Lomography film. Yeah. They uh, they have cameras that are made by a company called Holga. Mm-hmm. Holga is a uh, an anacro- it, It's 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 a, a really really interesting throwback to uh, toy cameras. Mm-hmm. It's plastic. Yeah. You put your film in and then you tape it up because there's going to be light leaks. Yeah. So you tape it all up. You go take your pictures and you process it. So you know you can get pictures that way. Yep. But now they, they've got a Polaroid back for one. It's a Type 3000 black and white Polaroid film you get. Black and white. Black and white. You put it in there, you take a picture, and it pops up, and you sit there. And you've got these really arty arty pictures because Type 3000 was like a surveillance Polaroid. So it's really grainy. Yeah. It's like, you know, the the, the, uh, ring doorbell footage you see at night. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Kind of like that. Yeah. But it's still kind of cool. And, I mean, there are other cameras out there. Um. Actually, Staples is a, is a big vendor of them, and they come in multiple colors. Yeah. So they're really designed to hand off to kids as a first camera. Yeah. Blue, pink, green, yellow, black, wood grain for, you know, Grandpa who had his woody when he was a kid. Yeah. You know, and they're really cool. And they're made, uh, Fujifilm uh, provides the material, so you get all these amazing pictures. And it's not like the old Polaroids where they didn't really focus. They, right, right. The exposures were off. These cameras are pretty good. And a lot of them have these little selfie mirrors on there so you can hold the camera and take pictures of yourself. And you even said off air that some of them have LCD screens. <sighs> yes, yes. There's one out there that um, you, you take a picture and it goes into a little digital holding area for a yeah. bedroom. You can look at it on the screen and go, oh, that's great, or no, I never took that picture, and it disappears. Right. Then you hit print, and you get your Polaroid print. Wow. Now, it also, I mean, it connects to um, Bluetooth printers. There's a number of Bluetooth. I, um, Canon has one. Uh, Polaroid has one. Yeah. Um, there's a, it's called Zing. Yeah. They're, they're tiny little Polaroids. But when you're at a party or stuff, you set the printer down, and everybody can connect to the printer via Bluetooth. So anybody who has a, a digital camera can take pictures you come back and there's a stack of prints there and there's a whole bunch waiting for you to change the pack and put it in right so this is called so basically if you've got a wi-fi camera what about a wi-fi phone with the phone oh, app yeah absolutely wi-fi phone will you will do it um so it's zing 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 yeah that's that's the producer of the film uh, but canon makes printers polaroid makes printers and they're relatively cheap they're like 199 bucks and yep. you just go and make pictures all right, that's um, that's cool. I mean, if you think about that, right? I mean, you can just you're, you have them just print out right during the event. Yeah, and your new, um, newer digital cameras actually have built-in Wi-Fi and Bluetooth adapters. Right. But that doesn't mean you can't you do use these things with your older cameras. Yep. You get a little Wi-Fi card, a little SD card. You pop it into your camera, and it acts like a Wi a Wi-Fi slash Bluetooth transmitter. Awesome. It comes up, you you recognize it, and you can print from it that way too. I, I have one of those 
I bought years ago, and it was great. Awesome. Sounds good. We're going to be here till 11 o'clock. we got calls coming in for digital camera questions for, for uh, Mr. Ryan, and uh, get online. One line open for you. So Jack, Joe, and Jim, hang on. We'll be right back. The sun's dropping out of the picture. And we are back with our big digital camera show. We're going to get right to your calls because you were nice enough to join us on this Saturday morning. We're going to go to Joe in Weathersfield first. What's going on, Joe? Hello. Hello. Good morning. Hey, Joe. Hi. How are you? Good. good. I have thousands of slides, both Kodachrome and Ektachrome. Is there a good digital scanner that could copy those? Um. Well, yeah, I can give you a uh, a two part answer on that one. Um, there's there's multiple scanners that you can buy on eBay, Etsy, uh, Alibaba, uh, any of those sites. But you're gonna have to sit there and feed the slides in one at a time. Yikes! Yeah, and they're 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 really good. They'll give you a nice file. You can scan them all. Actually, it's a three part question. The second part is Nikon makes a really, really nice scanner, the Nikon uh, 4000. Um, Actually, you, I have one of those. Yeah, you well, you know, you can buy a slide adapter for it where it plugs in and you can put, I think, 36 slides in there. Nice. And it will automatically scan them. Okay. Now, since scanners are not a big thing anymore, you may have to do some hunting for this adapter. Mm. Um Oh, because it's an older scanner? Yeah, yeah. Mm -hmm. uh, it would be worth the money, I mean, to do it. The other option is there's that service they advertise on the radio all the time. Legacy box. Legacy, yeah. You could just package them up and send them to them and let them scan them. They'll send them back to you. Because uh, yeah. no matter what you do, you're looking at man hours. Mm -hmm. um, lots and lots and lots of man hours. I mean... <laughs> I, I scanned, uh, I had a client who, uh, his wife wanted slide scans. She had 3,000 slides. It took me the better part of two weeks yeah. to scan all these things. And, well, of course, she wanted them cleaned up. Were so they I, good pictures? No, absolutely exactly. not. They were terrible. Right. Um, but I know more <laughs> about her family and uh, yeah. than, than probably most anybody else does. Right. But And her index finger, right? Over yeah. There. <laughs> uh, well, there was a couple like that. But, yeah, um, that would be the thing. I mean- I, I I don't know what your time is like. Uh, whether you've got the the time to just sit there and feed it. Now, fortunately for me, I fed the slides in and I watched TV, so I watched a lot of awful movies, mm. and that was cool. But too. Legacy Box is a good option for yeah. that type of volume, right? Um, what I would do with Legacy Box though is I would pick some that you don't mind disappearing forever, mm. and send them to them to see if they give you a a, a decent product, and then. Send them the rest. Right. I mean, the the cool scan that I have is very good, but it yeah. takes a long time. Well, yeah, that's why the Nikon, especially if you're cleaning them up. You yeah. Know, fortunately, most of the slides are in good condition, hmm. even though they're quite old. Wow. Um, there are some that have changed. Sure. But I well, store them carefully. You yeah. know, they're in a cool, dark area. Yeah. The, the Kodachrome should last hmm. forever. I mean, they shouldn't really right. shift on you. Because it's different type of emulsion than the uh, ectochromes um, or Fuji chromes, um, 
Those are the ones that yeah, are going to start to... I always shot Kodak. I never used any other film. Okay, then the Ektachrome, probably 64, 100, 400, stuff like yep, that. that's exactly it. Uh, mm-hmm. They're going to start to shift blue and or yellow, depending upon how they were shot, how they were stored. Unfortunately, mm. they will shift. Most of the Ektachromes stored in reasonably good, uh, reasonably cool, dark environments. You're looking at probably 80 years realistically well yeah no (laughs) but i mean 80 years that they would they'll live they'll survive before shifting right but that means you took the pictures you had them processed you looked at them really quick and you wrapped them up in uh aluminum foil and put them in a uh temperature controlled area are you serious never opened them up again aluminum foil yeah you wrap the whole box up in aluminum foil and it's just kind of is that what you did joe no, I didn't do that. Okay. Yeah, I mean, for me... But a lot of, you know, some of these slides are in carousels. Oh, yeah. Know, wow. So yeah. stored there. All of her stuff, the one that the, the client I did the 3000 for, were all in carousels. Mm-hmm. So I took them all out because she said, we'll just throw them away. And it's like, look, no, I'm not going to do that. That's your family. No, if you lose these digital true. files, yeah. you lose those, you know, you don't have them. Right. So I took them all out and put them in slide boxes, archival slide boxes. Nice. Gave them to her. So in having a stack four feet high of carousels, she ended up with two little boxes that were about uh, two, and a, two and a half by eight nice. that had them in there. Yeah, well, um, most of them are in boxes, but uh, yeah. the ones that you know I picked out and used for sure. showing, they're in carousels. So. Yeah, right. carousels so are tough to get rid of too. Really out there that can do this thing quickly. That um, you're aware. No, well there are there there are commercial scanners out right, there that right. will do those really really quickly, relative to what your uh, Nikon will do. But you're talking about places like Legacy Box. You're talking about maybe taking them down to New York and going to Degal, Big Color Lab, mm-hmm. Um, mm. and let them do it. I mean, you're going to pay through the nose, mm. but you will get good scans. And if you want them cleaned up other than, you know, some basic dust spotting that the software can do, you're looking at maybe 4 or $5 a scan, maybe more. And you've got really? thousands. Oh, yeah. 4 or 5 Jeez. All right. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, that, that, that that's better than what it used to be. It used to be like sixty-five, seventy dollars a scan. I think for he's going to be. Scans. I think you're going to find the little thirty-six, the shoe there. Put that little thirty-six yeah, uh, slide yeah. shoe right. and start that sliding That is it. my best option. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, that's the thing, and you know, you can load it up and you hit go, yeah. and it takes the slide in, scans it, pulls it out, drops it into a little container, and you can just let it run. Yeah. You don't. I mean, you you can just set it up so you watch really awful TV, right. and you just listen to it, and <laughs> it starts to jam. You you know, you can go and stop it. All right. All right, Joe. Well, we'll try to All find right, that um, product. Much. We'll do a little search on that, see if we can find it for you. you have the, the, is it Fujitsu? Fourth, what no, uh, Nikon. Nikon, Nikon 4000. 4, we have to, we'll try to find that adapter if we can for you, Joe. Thanks very much. You got have it. Good yeah, good luck. Thousands of slides. Ugh, uh, it just seems like a daunting task, but at five bucks a slide, I, uh, yikes. I probably have 75 or 80,000 transparencies. Yikes. All different formats, but they're in, they're in archival pages. Yep in uh, archival three-ring binders, which I was a stupid move on my part because they're way right. expensive. But they're in a filing cabinet, and they're kept cool. Gotcha. We're going to be here till 11 o'clock. Jack and Jim, hang on. This is Computer Talk. It's the big digital camera show. John Ryan's in the studio, and we're, we'll post everything as we can over at Facebook for now. We'll be right back.
Nerds. Today's episode is sponsored by NerdWallet's Smart Money Podcast. Ready to expand your financial game? NerdWallet can coach you on smart strategies like choosing investments, finding your next credit card, and setting a budget that works for you. Score major points towards your summer vacation by learning expert tips for choosing a high-yield savings account and how to build wealth by investing in index funds. Slide into summer with smarter decisions in 2024. Follow NerdWallet's Smart Money Podcast on your favorite podcast app. Future you will thank you. Tune in is the audio platform with something for everyone. News. In order to secure convictions in a court of law, it is essential that we conclusively. Sports. That clock at four. Donchich. The step back three. You bet. Music. You set my world on fire. Yes, and even podcasts. Whatever you love, hear it right here on TuneIn. Go to tunein.com or download the TuneIn app to start listening. We really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s, and each line is only twenty-five dollars a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T-Mobile, get four iPhone 15s on us, and four lines for twenty-five bucks per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for twenty-five dollars per line per month with auto-pay discount using debit or bank account. Five dollars more per line without auto-pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee twenty-four monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling account to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. Thirty-five dollars per line connection charge applies. See T-Mobile.com. 